Yo! <laughs> Welcome back to the fraudcast. It's been a while. We shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. Yo, welcome back. The first podcast of the year. We weren't done. We're not done. We're not done. We're not done. Yo, it's your host, Evans. I'm well. I'm not with Stanley anymore. Stanley has a Stanley has a newborn, a new baby in the world. So Stanley's doing daddy stuff. So it's just me today. First podcast of the year. Let's get it. 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 Let's go. Look, I've got a lot to talk about, man. It's been a while. A lot of things have been brewing up, you know. A lot of things have been brewing up. And it's been, um, we're three months into the year. The last podcast was, what, December? <laughs> Shout out to my sound, my sound man behind me. It's been three months since we've done this. So forgive us for, or forgive me for being a bit not at the races. You know, a bit rusty. So we're just going to get into it, man. We've got a lot of things to talk to you about today. We have the whole Brexit mentality when it comes to football. Speaking of Brexit, what's going on? Are we in? Are we out? Are we shaking it all about? I don't know. Let's go. I don't care. It's the forecast. Let's get it. Another, Another one. one. Like I just, I just found a new toy. So it's a new soundboard. I'm just working out, working out the kinks. But yeah, we got something to talk about today, man. We got Brexit mentality, Jurgen Klopp versus the media. We got a bit of we got a big thing actually talking about the fans' entitlement. How the fans' entitlement is just ruining the game. Fans thinking they can just do whatever the fuck they want. We're gonna get into that. A bit of Antonio Antonio Brown. Then we're gonna talk get into like a new segment I'm trying to bring in called Explain Your Tweets. So yeah, um, we're gonna get straight into it, man. The first one is Jurgen Klopp, man. Obviously, the pressures of being the pressures of being in the title race, neck and neck with your rivals, Man City. It's gonna come down to pff, probably the last game of the season, the last two games of the season. It's one of the most exciting Premier League and one of the most tight. No, not even exciting. The most tightest Premier League title races we've had in some while since Aguero. But um, yes, yeah, it's, it's one of the tightest um title races since when Man City clinched the title on the last game to clinch their first title at the expense of uh, Alex Ferguson but um, yeah so obviously the pressures are high Liverpool just drew 1-1 with Everton in a in a derby which basically hindered hindered what was it a, a, a soft blow a soft I wouldn't say a big blow it's a soft blow to the title title winning ambitions but like it definitely handed back the reins to Man City which no one would have seen coming no one would have seen coming since Liverpool were seven points ahead of Man City at like New Year's or Christmas times and to just squander a seven point lead I mean it just shows that the pressures might begin to him but Klopp he obviously knows the pressure he's been in Tower Wales he's won a Tower in the Bundesliga with Dortmund so um, after the 1-1 draw you know you got into it like, with a ball boy with Everton ball boy like listen like I'm gonna talk about it later on, but seriously, on some MJ shit, fuck them kids. And I'm, let's and I'll be remiss if I didn't correct myself by saying I'm talking about Michael Jacks, Michael Jordan, not Michael Jackson, because right now, you know, the name Michael Jackson is quite taboo. And but me using fuck them kids is more of a reference to Michael Jordan. If you don't know, check the video where 
um, it was a Michael Jordan camp or something like that. Michael Jordan had a basketball camp, and then um, someone dared him to shoot free throws. I don't know if it was if it was um, he had to close his eyes or he just had to make five free throws. If he missed one, then everyone in the camp will get shoes. But Michael Jordan, being Michael Jordan, never to shy down, never to shy down from a from another competition. That fucking guy, bro. That fucking guy. He's addicted. He's addicted to competition. He's addicted to competition. Anyway, he made the five free throws, and he was on some fuck them kids kind of approach, bro. If you want these shoes, you're gonna you're gonna have to you're gonna have to play. You're gonna have to work hard and pay for it. Seriously, I ain't gonna give you free shoes. Fuck them kids. I'm rich as hell, like you know, but I ain't gonna give you free shoes. Fuck them kids. Yeah, so Jurgen Klopp going to work with with uh, Everton ball boy, and obviously when he goes into the presser, sorry, don't understand that question. So we have seven draws and they lost more games. And what what does that have to do with the standard? Yeah, I'm really dis- I'm really disappointed about your question. We are really disappointed. They have to say, no, just because it was you feeling it's football led. We don't play PlayStation. Eh? Do I do? Do you think we, we we didn't take enough risks today? Is that is that what you want to ask? I'm really dis- That's a really disappointing question. I have to say because that means like it's so easy. I tell them boys, we take more risk. Come on, boys, we go for it. Is can you imagine? Is there any draw and but we didn't try to win? What is that? So yeah, Klopp was. Basically, respond to a, to a journalist that asked him that that basically questioned whether his team wanted it more in the match, and it's such a stupid question. I don't know what it is with this English mentality, where English football, where they just place passion and and effort above everything else. Look, I know football comes from a working class, you know, working class values. Like, you know what I'm saying? Most of the fans are like, come from working class backgrounds as well. So like, people in the fans are cheering a team, not necessarily the one percenters, you know what I'm trying to say? So, all this passion and effort, it's like, it's like, look, people have a shrine of passion and effort. Like, do something, make a tackle in a game and everyone just cheers and, and applauds you. And this is why England fall so behind so fall behind with other international teams when it comes to international tournaments. Albeit England got to the semi-finals of the World Cup last summer. But that don't mean shit. Well, especially with the, play, the teams they, they played. And everyone feels, everyone feels like they're a real boss until a real boss walks in. And Croatia handled them. Croatia handled them. Croatia handled them. Seriously. But yeah, I don't get it, man. Like, I understand passion and, and effort is part of the English DNA, but there's more to the game, and this is where um, England fall behind. The comprehension of the game, how to play the game, should be above everything. That's why England always... England have a lot of talent. Don't get me wrong, they have a lot of talent, but they have talent that don't know how to comprehend the game, how to play the game. That's why... The top midfielders in the world are not English. Your Modric, your Rakitic, your Tony Cruz, your Variety. Those kind of people know how to understand the game. They understand the game. They they comprehend how to play the game. Not paint, not passion. You don't see them kind of. You don't see Tony Cruz getting into like a, I don't know, two forty challenge and getting applauded by the fans. That's not his game. And I don't understand this questioning. Klopp, who's <laughs> he's, he's seen as the passionate merchant, you know what I'm trying to say? I mean, you just look at Liverpool, that will, he got his team to celebrate a draw once upon a time against West Brom at home, a 1-1 draw, you know? He's the most passion-laden guy I've ever seen in my life. But 
to question whether who goes into the game. You listen. You're 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 fighting for the for the title. You're really fighting for the title right now. It's neck and neck. And then you have this journal. Yeah, who asks the most? Under it's such an insulting question. And honestly, if I was club, I would have told that I would have told that person to f off. This but that per that journal report needs to really go and redo uni all over again because imagine me going to uni and spending four years again to that so much debt to come up to reach the the peak of my my profession and i get the chance to ask jürgen klopp yeah a renowned coach a question about a game and then i ask him that question do you feel like your team wanted it enough i i kid you not it's a waste of money. Like it's a it's a waste of money. That that guy, that reporter, he needs to be named in shame. And Klopp, fair play to him. He's a professional guy. He handled it well. You know, he even said it's not a game of FIFA. It's real life, baby. It's real life. Yo, the next thing I want to talk about to you, man, is what is going? What is what is going on with this? What is going on with this fan? These fans in town. The fans are getting. Fans are just. They're getting worse. I don't get it. Like fans, they come into the stadium and they just start thinking they are holier than thou. Like shit, like their shit don't stink. Like they feel like they can just do anything. Since when the stadiums or arenas become so lawless that fans can really just jump over the barricade, bypass the lax um, securities and punch a guy in the face. Like, <laughs> I mean, where did we arrive? Where did we arrive? Where did we arrive in football? Where we're meant to, we're meant to be making, we're meant to be moving towards a more safer um, environment, you know, a safer occupation. Like we put all these systems and new equipment and new, we just we're always we're always just becoming innovative in in that regard. And then the one thing that's not innovative is we can't keep fans in their in their seats. Like, is it come to the point that we need to em- employ the army or something? Because how could a player jump through? Onto the pitch and punch up and sucker punch a player from behind, Jack Grealish. Albeit it's a it's a derby, it's a Midland, West Midlands derby between Birmingham City and Aston Villa, but I don't mean shit. Like, what the fuck, man? How, the, the audacity, the goal. Like, oh my god, man. I'm serious, man. And fair play, fair play to Jack Grealish, though, man. He went and got a winning goal, you know. And that guy was sitting in jail. I don't know how much weeks he got, but like that guy should be banned. Like there needs to be harsher penalties, man. There needs to be harsher penalties for not just the guy that committed the crime, but the team is the team as well. I'm talking like empty stadium kind of thing because this that shit is. I mean, yo, that's crazy, man. Are you mad? Like, how are we blurring the lines between support? And entitlement, it, it's, 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 it's pissing me off. It's pissing me off. I'm telling you now. Then Russell Westbrook, he gets into it. Well, he doesn't begin really to it. Like, he's on, the, he's on like, a, a fan or a little boy, yeah, with his dad watching the game. Front row of seats. I don't know how much money you pay for him, but you just know, like, he's in the 1%. Or, I don't know, man. That kid grew up, that kid, like, that little kid, basically, I don't know, it was, he touched Westbrook on the back or he maybe pushed him or slapped him with a little baby slap. But Russell Westbrook didn't know who was slapping him. So as Russell Westbrook, someone just hit me from behind. If I turn around and I see and I find out it's a little kid. Oh, oh, listen, I don't condone hitting kids, but fuck them kids, bruh. Like, I'll probably take it on the dad. Are you mad? Like, how dare you, man? Like, I understand in basketball is even worse though, because like, front row, front row seats, you know? There's no barriers. There's, there's nothing stop. There's nothing, there's literally nothing stopping fans from actually just running on the court stealing the ball and slam dunking it I ain't I ain't joking 
Obviously, anything that's stopping them is the harsh punishments. You know, you get manhandled by the police up in America. Police don't play around, bro. I ain't telling you. But obviously, you know, once you get banned for life, you know, because them seats cost a lot of money. Front row seats. Ah, god damn. God damn. And Russell Westbrook, listen, that's not the end of it. You see Russell Westbrook? Russell Westbrook versus the state of Utah. <laughs> and that's listen Russell Westbrook is not the one to talk to bro Look, Russell, Westbrook, Russell Westbrook is a humble guy but for some reason every time he goes into the state of Utah aka I don't know the racist state who knows you tell me but yeah he's with there's fans are always getting on to him and fine I like the rivalry basketball rivalries are dope like you're gonna come to our home Psh, we're not gonna make it easy for you but there's a fine line between heckling and being so goddamn disrespectful, bro. You know what I'm trying to say? Westbrook Westbrook had every right to say that. Obviously, people are going to say, don't say, don't include the wife in it. But the wife was talking crud. So basically, here's the story, right? Westbrook Westbrook's on the, he's on the sideline, you know, just sitting on the bench. And this guy's heckling, a.k.a. talking mad shit. Then he says he says some shit like, I think after the, the game, Westbrook gave the interview. And he said, the guy said to him, get down on your knees like you're used to. Now, I don't know what that means, isn't it? Like, it sounds kind of gay to me, to be honest. Kind of very homoerotic to say to, to, to say to a guy, get down on your knees like you're used to. Obviously, Russell Westbrook took it as a racial thing. He took it there. And to be honest, this this guy looks like a racist. I ain't, I, <laughs> I, I'm going to keep it buck with you. I'm going to keep it completely buck with you. He looks like a racist. And everything he was saying, his wife next to him was saying it too, regurgitating it. You know what I'm saying? That's learned behavior. So Westbrook, in his right, he was on his shit. He said, listen, I'll fuck you up. I'll fuck her up. I'll fuck your grandma up, your granddaddy, your cousin, your niece, everyone, your dog, your cat. Everyone is going to get it. How dare you disrespect me? I'm a father of I'm a father of two kids. I don't know. He has two kids, right? Yeah, he has twins, right? Anyway, maybe he has three kids. I'm not too sure. Anyway, he's a family man. He has a, he has a loving wife. You know what I'm trying to say? You can't disrespect me like that. You can't come into the arena and think that. Listen... I'm all for heckling, but people need to learn that there is a line that you cannot cross. You cannot be so disrespectful. That's a grown ass man. You won't do that to him in public. Westbrook, I wish you would. I wish you would. Fucking right now, pussy. No, don't say that. I need to. I need to. <laughs> I need to, <laughs> to reprimand my sound guy. Fucking right now, pussy. God damn it! But yeah, man, Russell Westbrook beginning to this fight. Like, what's wrong with these fans, bro? And it's everywhere. It's everywhere. You know? This entitlement. I don't know where it comes from. Does it come from... I don't know. It's, it's, it's some sort of frustration, you know? Some sort of frustration that comes from outside. I don't know. Maybe things are not going right at, 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 going right at work. Maybe things are not going right at home. I don't know what's going on with your life. You come into the stadium, you take out your frustration on these players. Understandably, you may, have a, you may have a few beers in you, but you know, that's no excuse. You know? That's no excuse at all. That's truth serum, you know? Everyone everyone talks shit when they're, when they're drunk, you know? But like, your inhibitions come out even more, you know? They draw it out. 
That's when the devil's right there, bro. The devil's on your shoulder. He's saying, yo, say that shit. Say that racist shit. You know you're racist. It's deep down in you, bro. It's hereditary. Yo, God bless. God bless Russell Westbrook, man. For real. God bless Russell Westbrook. I mean, <laughs> you do jack up a lot of shots, but, you know, you keep it real. And I like people that keep it real. Keep it back 100. Fans and tell man. You see what it is to Sterling? Sterling got racially abused by Chelsea fans. Surprise, surprise! Surprise, surprise, man. And then, yeah, man, he got the last laugh. He beat Chelsea in the final of the um of the League Cup, whatever it's called now. I don't even know what it's called now. The Carabao Cup. That shit's come a long way. But yeah, man, people be... Sterling has the last laugh. Like, this racism and football shit, like, is getting out of hand, bro. And I don't know why it keeps coming from Chelsea fans. I'm not just gonna say I'm not gonna sing out every Chelsea, like sing out just sing out just just Chelsea because racism comes in different teams. You know, there's always someone there to ruin it for everyone, and people like to, and we, then we end up painting the brush with the whole fan club. But why does it keep coming out of Chelsea? I don't I don't know. I know Chelsea fans are not racist. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying all Chelsea fans are are racist, but. It is what it is, man. And it, that this entitlement doesn't even start with. It doesn't even like start and end with fans. It comes from elsewhere. Like owners feel like they own, especially in like American sports teams and in American football. American NFL owners feel like they own players. Like this is a fucking plantation, bro. But I'm telling you what, they tried to they tried to get my boy AB Antonio Brown on that shit, but he said nah, bro. He 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 left he left Pittsburgh. Now he now he plays for Oakland Raiders. Like shout out to him and stuff. And um, he got out of that toxic place of the Pittsburgh Steelers, where they, he has a quarterback called Ben Roethlisberger, who keeps who just throws everyone under the bus, but himself, you know. And everyone was telling AB that he sh- like just just shut up and accept it. This is what you deserve. Deserve what, bro? That guy, that guy is one of, if not the best wide receiver in the game right now. He's a future Hall of Famer, bro. First ballot, you know. Yeah, Big Ben won two rings, um, two rings without him before, but Big Ben's career would have been finished long time ago if it went for AB. Nah, they, tr- they tried to get AB on some on some shit. And the thing is, what you know what burns them? You know what burns those those naysayers in the chest even more? AB works hard, so they can't hit him with that lazy shit. Oh, he don't deserve this. He deserves every single cent of that money. He deserves to talk trash. But you know what? It, look, look, look. AB came, AB come from nothing, bro. He was poor, living in cars and shit. Then he make it to the NFL, NFL, and he loves he loves flashy things. Like he's ostentatious. That's just who he is. But we're gonna use that as a beat, uh, as a stick to beat him. Yeah, that yeah that 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 that, that blonde mustache that he has was a bit suspect. You know, the hair is a bit wacky and stuff. But that's just AB, man. Like let him find his peace. But for real, does that like does his appearance? Does his appearance question the facts that he be dropping? Because he be dropping some facts, dog. Like this whole ownership shit. Like, he, like people are entitled to talk that shit to him? Nah, dog. It's not happening. There'll be general managers that want to know that that's not going to happen. Bro, it could, bro, listen, I don't even have to play football if I don't want, bro. I don't even need the game. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to prove nothing to anyone. If, I, if they want to play, they're going to play by my rules. If not, I don't need to play. You want the game now? No, I don't. I, I, I mean, okay? I, I obviously, I want the game, but I don't need the game. It's a different. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to play for no one. Like, I'm happy you see this. It's paid off cash. I don't owe no one. Mm-hmm. 
I'm a millionaire, bro. I'm an entrepreneur. Like, I don't have to prove no one anything. You know what I mean? Like, I never quit and miss a game ever. I check my record. They know right. my background. But that's what the NFL is, is the organization. Organizations can create narratives and lower your value based on your position. But you can't lower my value. I'm Antonio Brown. I come from somewhere. I stand for something. I showed you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If someone don't believe that, perfect. Don't call me. Like, it's okay. Like, right. I'm perfectly fine walking away fully healthy or whatever. So if you ain't got the demands to meet the demands, make it move. I'm not just a young player searching for something to make a difference. I already made a difference. Mm-hmm. The Steelers probably gave me five contracts, including extensions. Almost $100 million and change. I'm $30 million up cash. Like, what do, you, what do you want to tell me? It don't matter. I don't even have to play. My dad was great. If I retire right now, I think I'm great. Yo, my man AV came with the receipts, bro. Everything he said there was factual, bro. He can walk away the game happy, but he he can walk out of this game right now. Even though he's still in his peak, he can walk out of this game right now and not look back with regret. You know why? Because he did his time. You know, he's a certified receiver, bro. He worked hard for that shit, bro. And people trying to talk ill on his name. Nah, he came with the receipts. I respect that man. I respect him. I re- Put some respect on his name, bro. Yo, it's time for this new segment. I explain. Yo. Twigs. Alright, enough, that's enough, that's enough, that's enough, that's enough, that's enough. What's the first tweet? Okay. Rory really skipped school. Jumped on a bus to another city to see a guy that's not her man. Don't let your boyfriend stop you from being with the one you love. So obviously I've been re-watching Gilmore Girls, one of the greatest shows in my top, in my top 10 TV shows of all time. So re-watching it again just to, you know, take in the greatness. And Rory, you know, like, um, you know, Rory, you know, like, she she about that life, bro. I mean, she she about that cheating life, you know. So Rory has his boyfriend called Dean and she... um. I don't know, she meets this guy a bit rough around the edges. Not to say Dean wasn't, but yeah, she meets this guy rough around the edges, but also on the other side is more into her interest than Dean is. Like, you know, so, um, naturally Rory, who's not really seasoned, who's not really a veteran in this dating game, just lets her heart take over and shit, her her heart took over and then she jumped on a bus to skip school and to see this guy for no apparent reason other than, yo, man, I'm really feeling your vibes, man. And one thing leads to another and then she ends up kissing that guy and she ends up breaking, breaking up with Dean for this, this guy named Jess. And yeah, she really proved a valuable lesson. Don't let your boyfriend stop you from being with the one you really love. And it was vice versa. Don't let your girlfriend stop from being with the one you love. You know what I'm talking about. When you're talking to um your crush or whatever, or the one you really love on like WhatsApp, and then you get a notification from your girlfriend or your partner or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like oh, just go away, man. I just want to talk to my baby, man. But not you, man. Not my girlfriend. My baby. So yeah, my movie is... um. Just trying to traverse through the whole dating life and how it ain't... It's a jungle, man. We all call it a jungle for the reason, man. You know me, I'm out of the jungle. 
I ain't fan of playing the jungle. I'm just watching from the sidelines, watching the jungle burn, deforestation, you know? Another one. I'm moving on to the next tweet. I always thought gangbangs, lineups, beating the same girl as your boy, a very weird, very homoerotic concept. Anyway, father and mother, your sons and daughters. So the other week I saw like the, this very um distressing video of uh, a guy who pimped out his daughter for some drugs and he let everyone in the block basically beat his daughter and it was just so crazy how the daughter was so receptive to it, so malleable to it and it was like, yo, what is going on? Like you let your daughter get in whacked up by a couple man them for some coke or for some drugs. I don't know what kind of drug, like look, drugs hit different, isn't it? Like, I ain't on that crack, bro. Like, so I don't really know what's my what's my what's my crack. Um, <sighs> I don't really have any vices to be honest that make that will make you want to pimp out my daughter. But I don't know. I understand that times are hard, but no, 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 no. I'm not even trying to excuse it. That's um, it's kind of crazy. And yeah, I always thought that concept was weird. Like, how, why would I want to have um, why would I want to beat the same girl that my boy just beat? Like two seconds ago like it doesn't even make any sense whether i'm wearing a condom or not i found the whole aspects of a gangbang very very homoerotic like even when i'm watching porn i don't i only allow like a one penis per screen you know limit that's my quarter just one penis you know when there's more than one penis oh so i'm out i'm out so i find a bit weird even when like you just never being just getting head from the same girl in the block, you know like them block girls be hitting different. You know they got that gut gut. You see that two handed gut gut, the twister root. Shit, the tongue to the tongue tornado, the gut gut. Yo, but still, man, like why would you wanna watch your boy get head, bro? The next to you on the on the sofa, that's kind of weird to me. But anyway, father your father your daughters and father your, and and father your children and mother your children, right? So this is what I'm saying. I've said in previous podcasts to Stanley that. I need to make sure that my daughter has enough money in her bank account so she out, she ain't out here going on straight on dates with strange men for nourishment. That's a tricky that's a tricky thing, you know. There's some IG models here yeah, who think that they're living their life. They're getting all these fine designer things they always on holiday, but in Dubai they're letting guys they're letting these sheiks just piss on them, you know. Or for a Gucci bag, you're letting a sheik a sheik just just piss on you and shit. Yo, man, just father and mother your children for God's sake. <laughs> Another one. And the final tweet that I'm going to explain today is one more time for Haran Jamal Ramsey. Emoji Black Prayer Hounds. Emoji Mecca. Um, I think I, I wrote this tweet when Arsenal were robbed a victory at Wembley against Tottenham Hotspur, North London Derby. Ramsey scored in his last North London Derby and it was emotional because I love that guy. He's one of my favourite Arsenal players. He's a legend and he's he's going to be sorely missed but he loves the game at Wembley and when he scored, he pointed to the pitch basically or to the ground that this is my fucking pitch. This is my home. You just live here. This is my home. You just live here. You pay rent but this is my home and he lives rent free in the minds of all these Spurs. Listen, I love... And the thing is, the Harun Jamal Ramsey, obviously his name is Aaron James Ramsey, but we, it's Ramadan Ramsey season, baby. It's Ramadan Ramsey season, and it comes from somewhere. It's like a, a private joke, but it comes from somewhere. Ramadan Ramsey, Ramadan. Ramadan's coming soon, you know. Ramadan Ramsey season, come on. But yeah, I'm going to miss that guy. Anyway. <laughs> Fan, fan, fan. 
Thanks for listening to the forecast. We've been, I've been frauding my way through this podcast because I'm a fraud and this is the forecast and this is basically a match made in heaven. And thank you for listening. Look out for new episodes and shit. Check the IG, evolution underscore the IG. Check uh, Twitter, check my Twitter, Scotty Pilgrim. Oh my God. And wherever you're listening to this on iCloud, iCloud, SoundCloud, or um, iTunes podcast, make sure you subscribe, like, share. Drop a comment. If not, you're a hater. Remember, five stars or nothing, bro. Take care. Fit, fit, fit.